Hello, everyone. It's me, Allison. The show is about to start, but just real fast, a quick reminder. I want to tell you guys, um, if you are doing some shopping, perhaps some Black Friday shopping, holiday shopping, etc. Like Christmas type uh, shopping? Christmas type, any sort of shopping at all. I have put together some lists on Amazon. Lists with things stuff. on them? Daniel, just... <laughs> Pipe down for one second. <laughs> Beauty stuff, makeup stuff, home stuff, kids stuff, podcast equipment, books I recommend, all of this stuff. And Daniel stuff? Oh, yeah. Daniel's Corner, where I put stuff that I know that he likes. But Daniel has recently gotten way more involved oh, yeah. and he oh, put yeah. together a special Christmas spectacular gift guide for you. You guys will not even believe it. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what's on there, but it's literally uh, some things. Lots of things. And well, a whole big stuff. caption explaining if his you process. you know someone who's exactly like me, they are going to love it. And here's where you go to see all of this. Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. And we'll be adding to it. It's nonstop, you guys. Yeah. Okay, here's the show. Bye. You guys, I lied. I said the show was starting right now, but I have one more quick announcement. I'm co-hosting a new podcast. It's brand new. It's called Upworthy Weekly. I'm co-hosting it with a guy named Todd Perry, who I'm having so much fun with, although he is wrong about so many things, especially Christmas music, but also other stuff. But anyway, uh, Upworthy Weekly, we come out on Saturdays. Please give it a listen. Subscribe. If you like what you're hearing, leave us a comment, a review on Apple Podcasts that helps out the show so much, especially because we are brand new. As I've said, between one and four times right now, I've lost track. But anyway, please give it a listen. Uh, it's a lighthearted news podcast. We're taking a look at the most popular and engaging stories from the week before that ran on Upworthy. And it's uh, it's just what your holidays need. And then when the holiday, when we're past the holidays, it's just what that part of the year needs. It's just exactly what you need. Please listen to it. Upworthy Weekly, new episodes every Saturday, wherever you get your podcasts. And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. She's an actress and comedian who swears she did not get pregnant just to have access to some fresh vernix. It's Jackie Johnson. And he's a comedian, writer, and baker who is very excited to announce that his latest cookie has been optioned for a Netflix limited series. It's Kevin T. Porter. Chef Jeff is here to deny allegations that it was his passionate, passionate lovemaking that killed Bob Saget. I'm Rosen Daniel. Say and hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little oat boats. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> By Jill Poo 3. Oat boats were, it was in honor of Bob Saget, who Daniel made a very questionable joke about before in the intro. Uh, and I guess oat boats <laughs> were the cereal that were always featured 
Oat Boats was the cereal that was always featured oh. on Full House. Uh, anyway, yes, I am on Patreon. You get uh, bonus episodes of The Friend Zone. That's my Patreon podcast. There's a level where you can see the where you get the, the video. And by the way, while the theme song was playing, there was so much dancing. It was amazing. Um, Jackie's Bump enjoyed the song. Jackie's Butt enjoyed the song. Kevin got up and danced, but because of his background, we just like periodically saw his hands <laughs> appear and then parts of his body. And it was, su- oh, see, now he's disappearing. It was super cool. Uh, and then also there's a level where you can text me and I'll text you back. We do Zoom parties. And if you sign up, For an annual subscription, you get two months free. So 12 months for the price of 10. Okay. I'm very excited to welcome back my guest to the show, Jackie Johnson. Hello. Did you notice how big my butt has gotten in the video? I mean, I just thought it looked juicy and thick with two C's. It, it is. And, and at first I was like, why is my butt getting big too? And my sister told me that the Lord above makes your butt bigger as your bump gets bigger so that you don't fall over. Oh my God. <laughs> I never thought about that. The Lord is always thinking. So God yeah. is real. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Officially. That doesn't, yeah. But only, only with pregnant women, all the guys with beer bellies, he doesn't have the same. Right. Most right. guys with beer bellies ain't got no ass. That's what I'm saying. But most yeah. guys with beer bellies believe in God. <laughs> interesting conundrum contradictingly yes Mm -hmm. so we'll get into all of that we'll get into how this pregnancy is going we'll catch up with you etc we'll find out whether you know what vernix is because uh well i'll just say right now moments before that okay no you know what i'm gonna introduce everyone and then i'm gonna say what i was gonna say Daniel already has a defensive look on his face. And yes, I am going to say something that's going to make you feel defensive. Kevin Porter, welcome back. It's been Hi. way too long. Oh nice to see you. Oh my God. Happy 2022 to us all. I'm still writing 2021 on all my podcast checks. But we're <laughs> Same. here. On my traveler's checks. Praise the Lord. It feels good to be back. It's good to be back. This is the original dream team, right? Weren't Yes. Weren't I we, agree with that. This was the last in person before the the before lockdown, right? Was no. it? No, no, no. Sorry. It was Did we it was cause Ken COVID? <laughs> it well, was Jackie all- and Ken Reed. We did but, that ill-advised four-way kiss that Allison insisted we do, yeah. and we were like, Allison, I don't want it, including Dan. Dan was saying that, yeah. too. He was like, I don't want right. to. But we didn't want to be rude. And as, right, I was the one who was pushing for the four-way kiss, and as we leaned in, I thought, I hope nothing happens that'll cause me to have to stay home for two to three years. Mm-hmm. And then that was the wrong thought to have at that moment, and then I heard like a like a little like glitter through the air and then it happened no but we brought we bring this up every time i see you kevin which is just <laughs> my prediction yes. my prediction yeah. back in like april or march of 2020 you're like we're still going to be in our houses in december yeah and i was like what because at that time i found out that like i think jenna's kids preschool had said they were going to close until june and that seemed insane so your prediction was so uh just shocking and and bleak and then now look at us and now what i meant to add was it was december 2025 that <laughs> i was talking about oh my god i just saw okay you know what we'll, we'll get into all we'll that get into it yes Gross. we'll get into it daniel hello hi welcome back thank good you. to see you thank you jeff fox filling in for tone zone hello welcome back hi Elson. 
Again, sorry, no dancing for me in the beginning, but as we established last episode, I was rooting for the John Lithgow character in Footloose. <laughs> I found him super relatable. Wow. That's just who I am. That's nasty. Yeah, I'm a non-dancer as well. And uh, at one of the one of the things that the people who get texts from me on Patreon received earlier was a 17 second video of Elliot just cutting loose. He loves to dance, Kids and he moves. represent because Daniel and I go. Daniel and I have talked about. In fact, in my in my book, there's an essay on how I don't love to dance, but Daniel does, uh, or like at least appreciates it as a form of expression. And when I watch Elliot dancing, I'm like, he is so uninhibited. He's four. He's so uninhibited. He is just moving his body the way he feels. And you, he just like joy exudes from him. I'm my boy. That's my boy right there. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm doing the same thing though. I'm letting my body exude the way I feel, which is just sit here. It's my truth. (laughs) Be be excited about nothing. I like to think that when I dance, I, I suck joy from other people. Yeah. Like I, re- I, oh, I, he gives off joy vacuum. I re- <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, oh my God, oh look my at God. us. Wait. Oh, there's Oliver. The, okay. So Kevin's background has switched from Monterey <laughs> to Daniel and my pointy noses and Oliver, our first dog. He's made it our background. Oh, <laughs> okay. So anyway, long time listeners know. Especially Jeff. Daniel likes to write his intros like moments. Daniel works best with a lot of pressure. He likes to write his intros just moments before the show. Like a douche. Uh, when we per- when we did the show live at Bumbershoot many years ago, like in the car on the way over to the theater, he was coming up with some jokes for the intro. And the thing that amazed me was he came up with really funny jokes. I cannot, like I'm a last minute person, but not to the level Daniel is. I don't, you know, if if someone wants to have a conversation with me thir- 15 to 30 minutes before a show, I'm not really there. Like, I'm in show mode. So anyway, I was in the bathroom, like, for six minutes before I logged into Zoom. And Daniel's like, hey, honey, what's, it, what's that stuff that covers a baby's skin called? And normally I would know. But because I'm in show mode, I said, I don't know. But then I remembered. But anyway... Jackie, did you know? Because I and I knew exactly where he was going. No, I googled it. Um, I googled it a few minutes ago. And is it the goo that, when they come out, or is it the hair that's growing on them right now? No, it's like a, it's like a white sort of. Um, yeah, it's like it's a creamy like a, substance that like cream, they're. Yeah. And yeah. then you're supposed to like rub it into their skin because it's actually like a. It's like nature's w- lotion. When they come out, they have sort of a gray cast to them. They look like they put on mineral sunscreen that's in the Hawaii to go wakeboarding. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's the vernix. And then I think the hair is called lanugo hair. But anyway, I knew where Daniel was headed with but that. But isn't it like full of stem cells and stuff? It's like a really uh, great. <laughs> All right, you guys. Sorry for making that noise, everyone. I just <laughs> was really feeling but- myself. <laughs> I want to be fair to me. Uh, I I knew what the 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 intro was. I just forgot the t- the name of that thing. Yeah, I didn't. I hadn't written that. But then, by the time I found you, you already knew. So uh, here's my question, Daniel: yeah. mm. Does it always work for you to wait until the last minute and wait for inspiration to strike? Like, does it always strike? I'm I don't not think doing it, would it on purpose, me. but on I'm I w- I have a job, 
And so like oftentimes, like today, I have to work. I can't sit mm. here writing no. intros. So then it's I, like, hey, listen, no one's accusing you of anything, buddy. Listen, everything's <laughs> also, fine. <laughs> Put the knife down, Daniel. Also, That's cool. We're cool, man. Also, if if I'm always writing at the last minute, when it's not so great, I can just blame it for being in the last minute. Aha. And we've struck upon an iceberg of truth. Okay. Pass, we, pass, pass, pass. Get the fuck oh. out of here. We have a lot to get to. So I'm going to start with a weighty and controversial topic. It's 2022. Is it time that I stop using so many exclamation points? Because, and I don't mean like four exclamation points at the end of a sentence, which for the, for the longest time I hated that. And then all of a sudden I became someone who said, sometimes does that. But I sent an email to someone earlier and it, oh, Jackie's changed her background too. You guys are missing out if you're not on patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Okay, here was my email. Hi, exclamation point. Would you possibly be available to record our Patreon episode tomorrow or around five question mark? I know this is short notice, so no worries if that doesn't work. Exclamation point. Too many. He wrote back and it was like, sorry, period. Tuesdays are a tough day for me, period. But I could do this date or this date, period. Oh my God, there's, <laughs> okay. Now we're looking at a romantic shot of Bill and Hill Clinton behind Kevin. How do you have all of these up already? Well, for me, this is a very important date and this is a true fact, but Bill and Hillary Clinton's wedding anniversary is my birthday. Oh. It's also the birthday of Saturday Night Live, October 11th, 1975. So that. many great American institutions were born that day. <laughs> I didn't even know that this was Hillary's natural hair that we're looking at. It's reddish and it's curly. Yeah. Um, like Daniel's. But hers is even more reddish. Okay, here's my question. Yes, Jackie, you responded to many exclamation points. Too many. Because my exclamation points are me like trying to be like look i'm nice i'm friendly i know and but yet- we all see through that and that's oh, also gosh. the patriarchy internalized in women that makes them think yeah. they have no, to use so many exclamation points 100 percent. there's this is business you're he's you're doing him a favor by putting him on your show yeah you don't need to act yeah. like you're inconveniencing he should pay him. you to that's do right he needs to join your patreon yeah okay that's right and by the way <laughs> My even saying, I know this is short notice, so no worries if that doesn't work. That's like the verbal equivalent of a, yeah. an exclamation yeah, and point. I don't even think you need to say that. I think no worries needs to be gone. Needs to be gone. Would I you say just... it in every one of my emails. No worries is implied. I know. I don't know why I'm so nervous to exist. <laughs> you should only specify if worries are present, not if they're not existent. <laughs> and so. how, does, how do you say that? Just worries? Hey, can you do the show tomorrow? I do have some worries. Yours truly. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Allison Rose. Yeah, I don't know. This is nervous. You know, years ago, um, this guy that I only knew online invited me to, it was some like, what was it? I don't know if it was like a bunch of writers. or I don't, so It was like a salon. I want to be bukkake? salon or something. It, was <laughs> it the Lolita Express? <laughs> no, yeah. but what is that? Oh, that's a plan I used to get on a lot um, back in the day with some friends of mine. Mm. I don't do it anymore, though. Was was there a, a, a was there a Jeffrey involved on it, that one? Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I called him Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's... So anyway, Hold on. <laughs> I went to this salon of sorts, and the guy was like, "You're so much more smiley online." 
But then he said, oh, I can tell you who it was, actually. I got to remember his name. But then he's like, no, I, I prefer the in-person. It's, oh, it's this guy who's like, what is his name? He's Mark or Mike. Um, Mark Cuban. No, no. I think he was born in Russia and his politics are such where you're like, are you right wing or are you just like trying to annoy liberals? Oh, fuck. It'll come to me. It'll come to me. Mark or Mike. He's got like a Mark like Zuckerberg. Like a cartoon character. Mike Wazowski. No. Mike Lindell. I feel like he's Ma- been on Marco Red Polo. Eye. Is he a comedian? No, he's a writer. Um, well, do you want to tweet on- it out and see what responses you get? <laughs> no, it'll come to me. He maybe has. He's been on Rogan once. Mark um, Bongino. No, it, it, he's you know, been on he's- Seth Rogan's Storytime once. <laughs> no, he's sort of. He's like a littler guy. He's blonde. I, like I said, I think he was born in Russia. Um, he enjoys being out this, this is a dead end. I know. We're, we have to move we're on. Done. So anyway, all I'm saying is, ooh, Jackie, you have a halo. Ooh, so much fun. I'm like, I am like someone who's very distracted by shiny objects. I've got to focus. What is that guy's name? This is not important. <laughs> anyway, he said to me, oh, wow, you are so much more smiley online. And that's, I think, because of my exclamation point using presence. Yeah, I get that. I feel that same compulsion as well uh, to exclamation point the hell out of stuff and no worries if not. I've stopped. I freed myself from that prison a couple years ago. How'd you no do going it? Back. Well, you're I married. Just... You can do that. I'm single. I got to keep doing this. Yeah, you you do have. You got to you gotta, you gotta rope in the ladies with your exclamation points and your no worries. But I'm That's what also people married. respond to. <laughs> Jackie, how'd you do it? I don't... S- it was either an attribute guest or I read an, an article about just being more, Confident. being a little bit more assertive with your choices and feeling mm. more. Oh, maybe it was my friend Meredith's book, Brag Better. Oh, I have okay. that book. Yeah. It's just you, what you have to offer is valid. You don't need to lessen any blows about anything right. and you want to be more professional. And then dealing with my old podcast network, I feel like I was always having to defend myself for certain things. I just yeah. was like, I, why am I trying to be nice? I don't have to like lessen things. I deserve this, what I'm asking for. And so I just was like, instead of being like, Hey, so-and-so exclamation point, I'd go, Hey, so-and-so comma. Mm. And it's like, it makes such a big difference. And you're right. People do see through it. Like, I can tell that, oh, this person is not comfortable and they are like an apologetic person. I can tell that by their punctuation. And yet here I am doing it. You just yeah. don't need to. You have a lot to offer. And anyone coming on your show, it gets a benefit from it. So mm-hmm. never feel like you need to tiptoe around. Just if it's last minute, it's last minute. You can say, I know it's last minute. Just seeing if you're available. If you're not, we can schedule another time. Right. I Thank basically you. agree with that. Yeah. I like also, that. Also, Allison, you should never say no worries because that's just always a lie. <laughs> There's always <laughs> a little bit of worry. Full of worries. Daniel recently told me that I have resting to do face, and it's true. I do too, I think. That's good. That's a Does nice that mean during sex? <laughs> yeah, yeah like, to do, my husband. <laughs> the butthole. <laughs> 
The balls. No, I mean like your mind. I mean like your mind is elsewhere. Like you're thinking about doing the dishes later and what's going to be for dinner or whatever. I I think what he means, and Daniel, you'll get a chance to speak eventually. I don't care. Um, I think he. What my what I took it to mean was that I have a look on my face like I'm thinking of things that need to get always. You're always running through your to do list. Yeah. There's no off position on the this is nervous switch. Nope. Correct. No. Kevin. Put okay. me back on your background. Yeah, we didn't yeah, even yeah. address let's, it on the show. Let's see it. Let's let's take another look. Kevin put me on his background. I know. That was right after my first marriage, my wedding, and I'm Botox to hell. That's why I have no wrinkles. I mean, and I, I just chopped all my hair off. You look I wanna, cute. Very, is this from very 2014, Jackie? 2016. 2016. Honestly, Jackie, you look younger now. I think it's I true. think so, too. I think it's that's a, a hairline thing, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Jackie and Paris, <laughs> move over, Emily. <laughs> okay, so we need to get into so much. Let me just first, because Kevin, no, because Jackie mentioned Botox, I need to ask Jackie a gal chat question. Gal-chat. Oh, the whole song, I love it. We have a gal. A gal has joined us. This long of a version. Ten more minutes. <laughs> wow. Okay, Jackie, my question for you. Yes. I have recently started looking on TikTok. I've been looking at Botox lip flips because okay. my upper lip is smaller than my lower lip. However, what a lot of people say about this is that talking can be weird and you can't really move your mouth. And I'm like, that sounds like that would be miserable. I, I've never had Botox. I've been curious about it for a long time. It's one of these days I will try it probably. But my question is, does your face feel super weird? When you get Botox? Yeah. Listen, I've had a, I've had a couple bad Botox experiences. <laughs> Do you right. remember when my about... mouth was frozen? Yes, I forgot about that. So like, that was frozen bad. B- that was from the boat. That was bad Botox. So are you? I've... You're anti Botox now. I'm are done you? with it. I'm done. done with it. Yeah, I'm done yeah. with it. If you go somewhere good, you're probably fine. I mean, it goes away after three months. Nobody, as far as I know, has permanent damage from anything. But if you want a bigger upper lip just get some damn restylane in your upper lip that's that would be my my advice hmm but when you get botox and it like starts working does it feel weird walking around with some of your yeah. muscles yeah frozen? yeah so botox what it does is it turns your brain's signal off for that muscle to fire it actually doesn't physically do anything to your skin. It just tells your brain to turn that muscle off. So it's really weird and like science fiction-y. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because you'll stare at yourself in the mirror and you'll just give it all your might and just really squinch your face and it doesn't squinch. Oh, that's weird. It's really, really weird. It it feels a little heavy. Yeah. 
And I feel like it, having that around my lips would make talking feel really weird. I like, don't know. My yeah. yeah. No. I don't like it. Was that your friend Dresher impression, Jackie? <laughs> oh, Mr. Sheffield. <laughs> <laughs> Is anyone right, gonna acknowledge little, my visual pun of gal chat? <laughs> oh, oh. oh now I get it. I she well, just wanted at, us to imagine. We're looking gang. at Gal Gadot and Will Ferrell and who's behind you. And is that Sarah Silverman? That's right. They're singing Imagine. They're oh. singing Imagine in April of 2020. Yes. <laughs> we're coming up on the two-year anniversary, gang. Mm. Crazy. How exciting. All right. Jackie. Yeah. You're pregnant. Yep. You know what you're having. Yep. You got a big booty. Yeah, I mean, I just thought it. I think it looks good. Wait, my boobs are big too. Can, can I ask a question and be rude and interrupt? Yeah. yeah. Have Jackie? Have you been on the show since you your pregnancy no. became public? Okay. No, I was on it once before I told anybody. Okay. Well, I and, was, and the whole time I was like, Jackie, you look amazing. Like, what did you do? Something? No, what did you? I, and you're like, it's just the lighting. But she no, was I look big, fat so liar. <laughs> I was so sick. And I, I will just horrible. say that I was present at Jackie's birthday party. For the yeah. unveiling and the reveal, the pregnancy yeah. you, reveal. Did you know? No. It was one you of the no greatest clue. live events I've ever attended <laughs> in my life. Her and Ben were at the piano doing a medley of songs, the last of which was Sweet Child of Mine, as she whipped out a sonogram and started crying, as did the rest <laughs> of the room. It was um, unbelievable. I couldn't believe what was happening. It was and so Allison, good. you showed up late, or you would have been there to see it. I kn- well, look. I know. The part it was Jackie's birthday party. It was Jackie's birthday party, and it started at one. And it was good. And in the invite, she said it was going to go all day, but I go to sleep at ten. Yeah. Also, kids and dogs welcome. Mm -hmm. So we came like around five, I'd say. Uh, with the only children there, but I loved how many dogs were there. Hey, Uh, but maybe if you would have come earlier, there would have been more kids. Were there? No. No. I can't help but it if people dogs. want to get sitters. I mean, I don't know. So anyway, here's the part that I just I submit for everyone's discussion. So Jackie is giving us a tour uh, of her beautiful mid-modern house, mid, mid, M- MC house. That's what I mean. And we're in the bathroom. Or I, I can't remember specifically the point at which this happened, but it's, we're somewhere, and she's like, you know, some. If we have kids someday, which I hope we will, then maybe this could be a kid's room. Like, so straight-faced. Little did I know, at that same party, merely an hour or so before she'd already done a reveal. That's what a I mean, the theme of the show is liars who lie. That's what a liar she was. It's called acting. (laughs) The theme of the show is liars? Yeah. Yeah, Wow. It has been. You don't oh know. My gosh. No, no, not no, not Alison Rosen's new best friend. Yeah. A podcast about lying. No, the theme of this episode. Because <laughs> every friendship Jackie is a Johnson. lie agreed upon. <laughs> Exclamation <laughs> points. Lies via email. Yeah, no worries. Exclamation point, but there are worries. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, just moments before she had done a reveal. And so then I'm none the wiser. I'm thinking, I hope she's able to get pregnant one day because I know she had been trying. Oh. And then it's time for the cake and two cakes come out. Yeah. And 
this is her second review. It's like <laughs> someone who has like multiple outfit changes. This is her second reveal. Oh yeah. And then I think I I was like what? Like really loud. And then uh, it turned out that was the second reveal. It was pretty amazing. And well, yes, I will acknowledge your hydrangea and Lin-Manuel Miranda that we're now seeing. This has become a real visual podcast. You know, listen, you, you your family and I believe Tony Daxton at that point were the only two people who didn't know. Oh, my God. We got our own reveal. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And that was really the only reason. And it, that wasn't the reason I had two cakes. It was just because I thought maybe one wouldn't be enough. <laughs> So I told Ben to get two. That's nice. Well, you I mean, you made it out like you each get your own cake. Yeah. So how are you feeling? How far along are you, et cetera? Well, I'm about halfway. Wow. Yep. And I feel much better. I feel I feel like I have more energy than before I was even pregnant. And I've been sleeping pretty well, all things considered. Now, there are a few weird things going on. I'm having extremely sensitive teeth. My teeth feel like they're going to fall out of my mouth. Hmm. I have really bad acid reflux. Yes. And I had a bunch of cold sores, like a hundred cold sores. And then my pussy, I'm sorry, my pussy's been really itchy and irritated. Mm -hmm. And apparently that's a hormonal thing. Yeah. So... But I feel great. Other than all the little <laughs> annoying things, I'm telling you, I have more energy than I had before. I'm so glad because I know that you were feeling very nauseated at the beginning. Oh, I, it was bad. It was it was bad. And, and it's kept going into my second trimester. I kept being like, oh, I'm going to be one of those ladies that's sick all the time. But it stopped. Oh, Her man, hallelujah. I'm going on. I'm going on walks in the neighborhood. I'm, I'm so Peloton and I've got energy. Are you having cravings or weird dreams? Weird dreams, yes. Cravings, yes. But I, it feels good to want to eat again because for mm-hmm. three months I did not want to eat. Right. I just mm-hmm. want boba tea and bagels. My baby loves carbs. Oh, it's Last night I ate a him. kale salad and he started kicking the shit out of me. Like, no, <laughs> I want you. more bagels. Yeah, shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, and I'm. Tr- I don't want him to be dumb. I, I, I all the books are like, you got to get this. You got to eat this. You got to get. And since I don't eat anything anyway, it's really hard for me to get all my good nutrients. But all he wants is bagels. <laughs> well, I have a. I have an item that he will love, and you might love. In fact, you might be familiar with it. Um, it's just egg. Have you tried this? It's a oh, plant based yeah. egg. I love just egg. Yes, I tried it for the first time tonight. So good. I dare say I like it better than eggs. It's like more savory. Daniel said it has more umami, and you know, for the longest time, I'm like, I don't think umami is a real thing, but I've recently come around. But it's quite delicious. Uh, this next ad comes to you from a company that's cooking the best omelets you'll have all year, all while changing the world one egg at a time. It's called Just Egg, and I'm excited to tell you about it. It's a cholesterol free plant-based egg that will give you the most decadent quiches of your life. I should have made a quiche. The fluffiest scrambles and the easiest egg sandwiches of all time. It has about the same protein as a chicken egg and less saturated fat. Plus, just egg is packed with cholesterol-lowering polysaturated fat. Chicken eggs wish they were this healthy. And because it comes from plants, you're also helping to save our planet. So that's nice if you're into the whole saving the environment thing, if like that's your thing. Happy New Year, everyone. May it be filled with just egg. Just egg, really good eggs. Oh my God, there's so much cuteness happening on the screen. I also want to tell you guys 
about Lumino. Um, Jackie, you mentioned sensitive teeth. Uh, I love my smile. What I don't love is all the toxic ingredients in most dental care products. They're not good for my health or my teeth. I want the best for my oral health. Products made with natural ingredients that help my smile not harm it. Uh, and that is why I recommend Lumino. Lumino makes toothpaste, mouthwash, and whitening products that actually help your oral health instead of hurting it. They use purposeful and uncompromising ingredients like sea salt, aloe, and coconut oils to clean and brighten your smile. Plus, everything they make is certified non-toxic. Um, and it's good for sensitive teeth because it's not harsh bleaches or alcohol or artificial dyes, things like that. Um, and they have whitening strips, mouth wash, toothpaste. Um, and then they have this a whitening pen that you can use sort of prophylactically, like before you drink coffee or before you uh, drink red wine, etc. Or you can also use it to whiten and to lift stains. Um, and I think it's great. I love how my smile feels and looks, and I know you'll love Lumino as much as I do too. Get 15% off your order today by going to getlumino.com slash best friend and use code best friend. I'm going to spell it out because whatever you're thinking might not be how it's spelled. That's getlumino, G-E-T-L-U-M-I-N-E-U-X.com slash best friend, code best friend to save 15%. Getlumino.com slash best friend. Allison, did you cater your ads to me today? I know. I I didn't, but I did. I mean, you did. I kind of did. What will be the most Jackie one next? Wondering about how to put together your birth plan? (laughs) Yeah, like a face cream for babies to prevent (laughs) breakouts in toddlers. There you go. Bagels that make your baby smart. Yes. Oh, I need that. Antioxidant packed, omega-3 packed. Alpha brain and boosting. Bagels. I need whatever is in fish, like the good ingredients in fish yeah. in a bagel. Yes. Mm. Um. Wow. Halfway there. That's so exciting. Congratulations, Jackie. Thank you. Congrats. Yeah. Every morning I wake up and my ass is bigger and my belly's bigger. I'm like, oh shit, it's really, it's really in there. Mm-hmm. And you're wild. feeling, you're feeling the little. Wait, you haven't revealed. You have done. It's a boy. Yeah, yeah. I just stole your thunder because you already posted it. I wasn't. It's so funny though. Every I didn't like announce it on Twitter. I just started talking about it, and all these people were like, "Oh my god, you didn't announce it on Allison Rosen!" It's like people <laughs> think that's where I go now to do all my announcing. I mean, wait, did you announce do. any exclusives before on the show? Yes. <laughs> oh, there, okay. I mean, a what did I reveal of- on here? There have been a few that you like the poop hammock. To soften the poop the sound lasso. Of, yeah. No, but I think I revealed that I bought my house on the oh, show. Oh, that sounds about right. Um, yeah. There are one or two other things that I did give you the exclusive on. Yeah. So uh, I see that you kept this one for yourself. I have mixed feelings, but I no. have a pregnancy related <laughs> question. Yes. Jackie, as yeah. a pregnant woman who's halfway there, basically, yeah. have your media or viewing habits or sensitivities changed in terms of what you find interesting or mm-hmm. not? palatable to watch Good question. no movies or tv i'm still a dirty pervert freak okay mommy still likes That's it nasty <laughs> yeah what does that mean mommy, are we talking about I don't, i'm kidding i don't oh. know uh i do cry even easier than i did before okay great i watched have is anyone here watching season six of queer eye no okay well you're season missing out six already yes, i know but they haven't slowed down at all it's okay. still the charm is still there in full force. There is an episode where a woman runs an animal rescue in Austin for 
like uh, uh, uh like abandoned abused animals Aww, and wow. then children with special needs come and i literally was sobbing like i don't know if i've ever sobbed harder in my life and wow. and then i watched the business of being born which shows you like 15 babies being born and i wept every baby being born i wept so i've always been kind of a sap but mm-hmm. I'm still keeping it freaky and nasty. How do you feel? I do ab- cry easy. How do you feel about the business of being born? I found it to be. I found it freaked me out. Uh, like it, it, brings, it raised my anxiety, as if it, I remember correctly. I I took it with a grain of salt, as I try to do all documentaries. Smart, but I am. I I don't know. I really want to have a natural birth. And I really would have one at a birthing center, but my husband's too freaked out by that. So we are doing a hospital birth, but my plan is to labor at home as long as I possibly Mm -hmm. can naturally. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think if you want the unmedicated birth experience, I could, I think that I think I already knew that I was like, I don't know that that's for me. So then the documentary made me feel like, oh, what if, you know, I don't know if I can trust my doctors. If I remember correctly, I, which is a long time ago at this point. I just feel like w- w- there's so much that can go wrong. Well, right. she's going to have her baby at a hospital. Yeah, no, yeah. I know. That's, that's, I'm with Ben. I mm-hmm. would be like. Yeah. Hashtag I'm with Ben. Me and Ben are starting that hashtag. Honestly, if I wasn't of an advanced maternal age, then I would probably do it at home. Do it at home? Well, you are going to advanced maternal age. We we were texting before Jackie and, and you told me that you wanted to do like the all natural thing that Tom Cruise made Katie Holmes do, which is to be completely Mm -hmm. silent. You don't cry. Mm -hmm. Don't cry. Mm -hmm. Don't make a noise or a peep. Um, Yeah. So I have a lot of respect for that, for you doing that. Wow. For Surrey. (laughs) Poor Surrey. Oh man. What a weird little kid. That's Surrey with the fringe on top. Surrey with the fringe on top. <laughs> She's going to get bullied with that niche Oklahoma reference. Oh, people have sung that to her. They they damn sure have. No, she's probably going to school in the Scientology schools, and they're probably not allowed to. Oh, that's because true. Because no, she I is think- the child of the chosen one. I think she, I don't think she sees her dad that much. I think oh, she's really? with her mom a lot, and yeah. Yeah, there's no Tom Cruise as a father is like the least relevant part of his life. Like the the darkness with us enjoying all these Top Gun and Mission Impossible. Scientology aside, is that this is a man who is absolutely not involved with his children at all, uh, unfortunately. But he's not insisting they go to the Scientology schools. That's good. Yeah, so I guess it's the devil you know meets beats the devil you don't with that yeah. one because I guess you don't want involvement there. So but all I know is completely silent birth yeah what's the idea behind that is that a scientology it causes thing? trauma right it's like to the baby yeah something mm. like that it and then it imprints on listening. you the, so according to the church of scientology the point of silent birth is no words it does not mean a mother can't make any sound during childbirth so just so we're getting the facts straight on that uh so you can make noises you just can't speak So you can scream, you just can't say like, oh, this hurts. It's based (laughs) upon the principle that expectant mothers must be provided the utmost care and respect. In Hubbard's words, L. Ron Hubbard's words, everyone must learn to say nothing within the expectant mother's hearing using labor and delivery. 
Particularly yeah. during birth, absolute silence must be maintained. And the more gentle the delivery, the better. And if there's anyone uh, expectant process. mothers should be listening to uh, the most, is L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah. That guy. By the it's way, not, I mean, L. Yeah. Ron Hubbard, the man for whom the Ben and Jerry's flavor Chubby Hubby was based after. That's Wait, what? His na- no, it's not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I believe you. I've honestly been really loving my book, What to Expect When Inspecting by L. Ron Hubbard. It's actually been really <laughs> insightful. Is it just I pictures find, of aliens and, yeah. and boats at sea? Yeah. I find L. Ron Hubbard's What to Expect When You're Expecting to be a little cutesy at times, but helpful. A lot of information in mm-hmm. there. Very good. I just spilled wax all over my pants. Mm. Oh, no. I hope it doesn't ruin them. You can get it out. How, How do you get, get wax out? out of pants? Don't you, you like put a away. towel down and then an iron or something and heat it up? And oh, so and I would true. say put it in the freezer yeah. and just well, yeah. crack it out. Is that Daniel or Martha freaking Stewart over there? Is Daniel there is handy. Is there a difference? He's Mr. Is handy. There a difference? I heard Martha Stewart very mean to women, by the way. Really? Yeah, doesn't want to work with women, only wants to work with men. I he heard the most devastating news. I've been keeping it to myself for a couple of weeks, but uh, it's... Um, Tell us. I heard... Oh, I don't even want to say it. Wait, is it... Wait, do you want to put it in the chat? <laughs> no, I'll say it, but this gonna is just going to bum everyone out. <laughs> okay. Apparently, in, in IRL, uh, Mandy Patinkin, not a great guy. Wait, what? <gasps> It's it's like wait. That's what do you hard. mean? Not a great stories. guy. Like he's a abu- he's like verbally. I've heard that this is just rumor now that he was like verbally abusive. That when he was uh, when he left the cast of um, Great Comet. No, what was that crime show that he was on? Oh, Criminal uh, Minds. Criminal that Minds. They were like they were they like partied because they were excited that he was off. This is all rumor. You know, he just walked off a set and never went back. Wow. Yeah, I mean, like, apparently he's difficult to be with, but I refuse to believe it. That's sad. So, I, I believe in the Mandy Patinkin mechanism. of my mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's more yeah. important at, Mandy, at this like, point. Mandy Patinkin is Dan- both Daniel and my I can't pass. live in a world where Mandy Patinkin isn't how I imagine him to be, the guy that pops up out of a model train set, happy. No, and dances and, with his sweet little wife. Yes. And, yeah. I know. I Where, are we so, cutting all this out? <laughs> No, no, no. We're keeping this. This is all in? Okay, then yeah, I'll save Daniel was, for Yeah, I think mic. Daniel was kidding about this bean. Um, so uh, <laughs> I spoke with a woman who was in a show with Mandy Patinkin, and I think I had heard this bummer news that Daniel's bandying about. And I said, like, was it, is that, is it true that Mandy Patinkin is difficult? And she said he was nothing but lovely to her. Thank you. And like really, because she was, she was, I think, a teenager when they did the show together. And he was, and she's kept in touch with him. And he's like a father figure to her. So shove it up your butt, Daniel. You're wrong. Wow. Shove it up my butt. Shove it up the person's butt. I heard it from. Well, who'd you hear it from? I'll tell you off, Mike. Me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was it you, Jackie? I love to start rumors on no oh merit. Do we have unvaccinated celebrity gossip? Those are always great. Oh, oh do I we have any? that. Yeah. Oh, ooh, tell us. I can't or, say. Is Dang. can you do a blind item? I can say in the chat. Yeah, give us a blind say item. Say in the chat, and then let's have the listeners react for the most frustrating podcast experience I've possible. heard there are a lot This one of, is going to definitely try their patience, I, but I've that's I've heard okay. there are a lot of celebrities who are faking. There are a ton vaccinated. who are uh, anti-vax. Yeah. I heard that too, Jackie. 
It's true. Uh, the, the, the one, not the other. Yeah, okay, well, so true. I read a blind item. Again, it was a blind item, but based on the clues in it, I wondered if they were talking about Beck. Beck? Well, I, it's is, probably, uh, I would imagine Beck is unvaxxed. He's like, isn't he all into natural remedies and stuff? Yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. He's hmm. a Scientologist, too. Yeah. Yes. Loves uh, it. Okay. Kevin T. Porter. I heard Jackie's unborn baby is unvaccinated as well. Uh, is not that to spread true? rumors. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been boosted, so my baby has antibodies. There you go. Oh, oh man. All right. I, I want to move on to Kevin T. Porter's just ginormous Mario Brothers kerfuffle, but I just want to say, Jackie. I know this is we're not it's going to be a little while till your next appearance. So if there's anything else anyone wants to know about Jackie, about her pregnancy, about anyone like I don't I don't want uh, I don't want people to feel like, wait, we didn't get enough. So, Jackie, if you think of anything else, feel free. We can definitely circle back. Uh, okay, I mean, I can tell you how I got pregnant, or I mean, whatever you want to know. Yeah, do you want to give ha- us a play-by-play of how you got pregnant? Mm-hmm. I-, I can. Sure. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Uh, I think I think I got pregnant in reverse cowgirl. I'm pretty positive. <laughs> That's great. You yeah. never think about that when it comes to the conception. Yeah. You assume so much more traditional position. So I love that you did it. Well, your way. we did it a whole bunch mm-hmm. in that week. Mm. And I have a feeling that that was the one that did it. Oh. Now, were you like laying afterwards with your, yes. you know, butt elevated and legs up in the air and all that? Uh, no, I just, I just let it simmer in me. Got it for twenty minutes. That's what my acupuncturist told me to do, and it worked. I, I had tried a few months and it wasn't working. And then she told me what to do. She said, do it every other day, your mm-hmm. whole week leading up to your ovulation, and don't overdo it and let it sit for twenty minutes. And I did, and it worked. First, did try. she say do reverse cowgirl? No, I, you can Google kidding. like best positions, but it was just a spur of the moment decision on my part to just, you know, give him a little new view. Did, a whole new that's, view. And that did it. There you go. Did you find, uh, this is a personal question that you don't, anyway, I'm just wondering. The well, no. Also, do I like reverse cowgirl? Absolutely. Oh yeah, no. That's not my question. Yeah, my question okay. is the thing of like we have to do it every other day at this time. Da da da. Like, did that uh, affect the joy and spontaneity yeah. of it? Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Right. But we were trying to get down to business. It, right. You know. Oh yes. Well, I know. I mean, I know. And Daniel, we all know because yeah. it was like a years long project to get my two kids. So yeah. I, I know so much about it becoming divorced from like a natural expression yeah. of intimacy. So. No, it was, it was, I think maybe that one was the most fun out of all of them that week, which is uh-huh. again, why I think that was it. Right. That's nice. Yeah. That's, so, that's such a nice story. The so baby was story made out, out of him. love. Yeah. <laughs> Ours was made out of money and science. Yeah. Ours but love great. too. No, there was love. love. There was love. What I is mean- science if not love persevering? <laughs> Yes, my favorite line from WandaVision. (laughs) I literally, as a writer, I wept that I hadn't written that line. If you look at this and you don't fall to your knees and cry before your God by how pathetic your words are by comparison, you're not a real writer. Every writer has been trying to write that line for 
probably uh, hundreds of years. Fun 2021 me, March of 2021. What a nice um, time. So, oh, I just want to say something quickly about Bob Saget, especially because I, I feel like that joke that Daniel made at the beginning, wow. I mean, it was just announced, even though it was a silly joke. And you know what? I think Bob Saget would appreciate it. I feel like you you shouldn't be too reverent yeah. uh, in your, like, I don't in mean to intros. say be disrespectful, because he was, I love Bob Saget, and I'm sad that he's passed, but- like, come on. He like, he would have gone. That it's was okay. one of the things. So I, I he was a, knew he him. He was a peppery guy. I think he, yeah. Yeah. I think he would have thought it was funny. I Definitely. knew him a bit. I had had him on my show a number of times, and I'd been on his show. Uh, and he's just a really sweet guy. Yeah. And um, one of the things that I really appreciated about him was that he always went for the joke. Like, I just like silliness and silly people and people who keep things light, even when they're talking about serious things. So... Um, yeah, but he really, you know, my experience of him was that he just was as thoughtful and kind and would kind of go the extra mile to talk about things. And, um, you know, as, as people say, and as you hear, so it's a real shock and a real bummer. Uh, and, um, he was 65, which seems too young. Uh, yeah. And it's just, it's really sad. That's. That's my eulogy. I mean, obviously, such a fundamental part of everyone's childhood in some yeah. way from the Full House stuff. But I remember as a child not thinking there was anything funnier in the world than the little voiceovers he would do on America's Funniest Yes. <laughs> he was such an effortless. It was at some point this on Twitter. It was almost like a postmodern performance of like this kind of filthy, hilarious comedian doing a children's show. And right. then like all the voices and commentary and bits he would do on the show was like him screaming for help, but <laughs> still funny unto itself. Yeah. I mean, he was so dark. He was, he was a, a very like dark off color comedian, which then he became this clean dad guy. Um, and he like managed to sort of balance it all. He, so I had made this joke on Twitter um, and he DM'd, I, he'd been on my show and then he DM'd me, um, like years after, cause I made this joke on Twitter and he DM'd me and he wanted to let me know that he has a similar bit in his upcoming special and he just didn't want me to think that he'd like gotten <laughs> it from my tweet. And it was so, that's nice. It was so nice and so unnecessary. Like I would have never, ever thought that. That's but why he put all he, the exclamation points in the cease and desist that he sent you to make it kind of no worries if not if you do want to plagiarize me or, if, yeah. or whatever. Here's um, a subpoena. Well, no, that, that's the funny point. thing. That's the funny thing is that when I first read it, I thought, "Oh my god, is he accusing me of getting this from him?" But he wasn't because it was like the special hadn't come out yet. Um, but no, he wanted to reassure me. He did, he was worried that I might think that he had t- stolen it from me. And like I said, completely unnecessary. He and I are were, are not like on the same level. But he treated me like we were, which I thought was just. Uh, that's just the kind of guy he was, like super considerate and super sweet. Yeah. Okay, let's get to Kevin's kerfuffle. Let's go. Please fill us in. Do you, do I need to set it up or should oh, you? Oh goodness! You know what? I'll I'll give a little background on this. Okay, and really set the scene for the day as concisely but as thoroughly as possible. Please. I had a flight, a cross country flight, my first one since the pandemic started, from Burbank to um to JFK. And the flight was delayed one hour, 
two hour, three hours, in total four and a half hours oh. from Burbank, which for a flight that's already six hours and change long is really tough. You While, sat at the Burbank airport for four and a half hours? I, nothing to do. Nowhere to really go. There's that Guy Fieri yeah, restaurant. That's, that's that, really well, all you I got. hit that up and I did get those chicken tenders and scarf. You were there. Down. You were there long enough you could have applied for a job there. Isn't that wild? I should have. <laughs> Make some money as a fry cook. Or... Yeah. I really missed an opportunity. But while I was on the plane, because we got on the plane, then we had to deplane, then we got back on again. But the first time I was on the plane, seeing how they announced the new cast for the animated Mario movie that they're putting out via, I forget the name of the animation company, but it's the same one that did Minions and Sing and Sing 2 and all those. And the voice cast was Chris Pratt as Mario. Anya Taylor, Anya Taylor Joy, excuse me, it's, as it's Princess, Anya, yeah, yes, as Princess Peach, Jack Black as Bowser, Charlie Day as Luigi, which is to me maybe the only one that actually makes sense, and then uh, someone is Donkey Kong. Some wait, who's who's playing Donkey Kong? Some weird Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> it's Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> classic take on Donkey Kong. <laughs> um, so it was um, obviously not well received. By the people, uh, maybe just like, oh, it's Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Excuse me. Uh, speaking of Rogen. Um, and everyone on Twitter hated it. So a joke structure I've seen before and I've done myself is when everyone absolutely despises something is to take credit for it as if you are the person yes. for whom that is responsible for whatever the thing is. Like so our four-way kiss that caused COVID. Exactly. Uh, so the thing I did was tweet out, hey, everyone, it's me, the casting director of the upcoming <laughs> Super Mario Brothers movie. I'm really proud of our choices, and I'm so excited to bring the story to light and uh, show it to you. Something along those lines. <laughs> Which is obviously a joke. <laughs> but I wonder if it's like a blue check thing or like a... Right. I because uh, most people <laughs> at first did respect it as like a joke and thought it was funny, and then... And then the hate replies did start coming in <laughs> because someone did, in fact, change my IMDb, which you can update as if it's Wikipedia. It's open source to include uh, casting director of the new Super Mario Brothers movie as a credit. E! News ran an article about me defending my casting choices. Nobody check, fact check this at no. all. It was cra- I think the fact the extent of their fact checking must have just been IMDb or something. It was weird the way it was yes. everywhere. So it it was quite messy, and then as I saw more backlash <laughs> coming in, I did do a notes app apology for my yeah. casting decisions, but you know, still standing by them with uh, integrity as as I needed to. I said, as you can in. imagine, the last few days have been a whirlwind. The whole team has been <laughs> listening to your feedback, both the support and criticism. You have said, "Mamma mia," and we hear you <laughs> laughing. <clear. laughs> so stupid. Now I go on to say some more stuff like the Mushroom Kingdom should be a place where all are welcome. Oh, right, because the issue was people were angry that it wasn't Italians playing Mario and Luigi, right? Which already, I mean, come on. I have forgotten about some parts of this. Yeah, but Italian representation. Again, it's so obviously a really joke. I, nothing's obvious to some people, though. Oh, it's delightful. But yes. Um, and then that extended for a long time. I did get a lot of probably the most text messages and like emails and tweets and DMs I've gotten since uh, 
Uh, I had a little exchange with Miss DeGeneres um, uh, about a year ago. Uh, but, but most yeah, of I, them be you mean like from people you know asking what's going on or from people you don't know hating you both both just the most feedback i think on something that which extended to someone from uh which extended to michelle yo's cast like uh agent sending me an email asking if there's a project that makes sense for her coming up <laughs> michelle yo who's a fucking who is, queen who who's like that? Michelle Yeoh is, uh, uh, you may know her as the maternal figure in Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, you yes. You may know okay. her from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Wow. Uh, or she'll be I playing Yoshi keep... in the uh, Donkey Kong movie. Yeah, I hope you'll I... keep her in mind. Yeah, for Yoshi, yeah, I'm thinking about it. Uh, and I did get calls from agents at Gersh from their New York office like, Hey, we have some people that might be interested in the Mari. Are you serious? This is the most desperate town in the world. <laughs> what did you do? I mean, I for the emails, I didn't respond to them. To the phone calls where it was like agencies, I did say, no, I'm not working on it. That was a joke that got out of hand. How'd they get your number? Yeah, same question. I don't know. I, IMDB Pro, I guess. I have no idea. Did you get offered any casting roles? No, unfortunately. I that would have been you, hot. You would have thought like, I could spin this to my favor. But yeah, just no. fake your way into becoming a Cast big picture drink. casting agent. Yeah. I, that, I am, that I am curious how much had, uh, of this had to do with the IMDb being edited and how much was the Probably Twitter all of it. I think a good yeah. chunk, honestly, yeah. just, just because... Uh, just it, it probably becomes a, a misunderstanding of like the the function and nature of how open source IMDb is, which to me the whole thing in a very silly harmless way was unfortunately a microcosm of probably the core issue in our nation right now, which is media literacy and disinformation. Yep. <laughs> which it's like this is like the silly no consequences version of that, but then it's also like there's a version of this in which. Uh, January 6th happens, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and that's how that occurs. Uh, but it was so funny to experience that both on the left and the right in that moment of like people just taking things at face value with no interrogation to speak of. How so. did it feel to have all this hate directed at you, but to know that it was for mistaken reasons? Like, did uh, any of it get to you? No, 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 no. Because because it was all predicated on a misunderstanding. So there was no internalization. Mm-hmm. If it was like, I listened to your podcast and you suck. Like, that'd be different than, right. this is a misunderstood joke. This is a complete miscommunication. So all the vitriol was uh, not hard to brush off. There did was you almost get, no substance to it. Now, did you get hate when the whole Ellen thing happened? Yeah. Oh, definitely. That must have felt a little different or no? It was slightly different. But again, I think it was a misunderstanding of the power dynamic. Right. Too. Where it, it, so again, it was like a little bit easier to brush off, even though it's, you're right in that it was more literally reflective of reality. But it was Mm -hmm. still, oh, I don't think you understand how workplaces should function or how like, (laughs) Celebrity and power protects people in in bad ways. Like it still felt like those misunderstandings of like people who hate in that way or like have like unkind words are victims of misinformation themselves. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you know even with like the little threats I got and stuff. It's like I think this is not something to be taken with much gravity. 
Well, yeah, you sense. didn't expect what happened with Ellen to happen. It's not no. like you wrote that tweet knowing it would set off her whole empire. <laughs> no, but that said, I am throwing a finale, an Ellen, an Ellen series finale watch party at my place for anyone who wants to come. Uh, and just to, just remind us, what was the Ellen tweet? The Ellen tweet was soliciting mean stories about her in exchange for me donating $2 for every story to a L.A. food bank in week two of the pandemic in March. Oh, of my God. Yeah. In my mind, that was years before the pandemic. Now it's March of 2020. So yeah. confusing. So um, really, the if the pandemic hadn't happened, would that have happened? You know, it makes you think, like, what's worth yeah. it? You know, right. like the sliding doors situation we find ourselves in. Right. In another universe, we're all out and about living our lives. Those 800 and however many thousand are still with us. But Ellen's, but still Ellen's on. show in perpetuity. Would it be yeah. worth it? It's, I, it's That's hard. the thing. Some would it's say. A hard calculation. Um, so has the Mario stuff died down? Do, are you still, do people still think you're the casting did director? Did the real casting director ever speak up and say, excuse yeah. me, it's me, I did this? <laughs> Good question. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, it's fully died down. I never got any official contact with anyone actually involved. But I did think about, instead of the second notes app apology being like an apology of just like, we're listening to you and we are committed to inclusion in this movie for it to be like, we've listened and we're replacing Chris Pratt. As oh, that would have been so, so funny. But then I was afraid of litigation for that. Like to <laughs> actually like threaten that something would change. I, I thought might be a little dicey. But are you like legally exposed if you do that? I don't know, because I guess you could write it all off as parody, right? Yeah. Jeff, or do like, you know? if it says comedian or comedy in your Twitter account, then everything could be written off as that. I don't know. Hmm. Right. Well, but, they should invite you to the premiere, at the very least. That'd be nice. Like the Stars Born people did. They yeah. should give you a small part. There's yeah. got to be like a little, um, what are the little mushrooms called? Like a Goomba or something. Give you a Goomba play? part. Yeah, or a little Koopa guy. <laughs> Give That'd you a Koopa. Fun. They are not Koopa. called Goombas, are they? Yeah, they are. They're called the the little brown stout guys are called Goombas. Get they out of are. here. Yeah. Listen, listen, you guys. Every day, tens of thousands of trees are cut down to make single-use paper products that are flushed or thrown away into our overflowing landfills. Our forests currently remove around one quarter of the carbon humans put into the atmosphere, making them a crucial part of the fight against climate change. Real Paper, that's R-E-E-L Paper, is here to help that fight. Real Paper is a sustainably made product that helps reduce deforestation and single-use plastic waste. Uh, We have Real Paper, toilet paper right now. It is wonderful. It is thick, but not too thick. It's the right, it's like the right thickness. It's perfect. All their products are 100% plastic-free and made without virgin tree fibers, meaning no new trees are cut down to make their toilet paper or paper towels. Plus, making this small change can have a big impact. So far, Real Paper has eliminated over 250,000 pieces of single-use plastic. Real Paper is available in easy, hassle-free subscriptions or for one-time purchases on their website. All orders are conveniently delivered to your door in 100% recyclable, plastic-free packaging. If you head to realpaper.com best friend and sign up for a subscription using my code best friend at checkout you'll automatically get 30 percent off your first order that's real paper r-e-e-l-p-a-p-e-r.com slash best friend or enter promo code best friend to get 30 percent off your first order real paper is toilet paper and paper towels that change lives okay let's 
say hello and welcome to my new patrons. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there who signed up to be new patrons. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. 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 Oh my God, I love it. I'd like to give a hello and a shout out and a welcome to Maggie Simazon. Maggie, hello. Take a bow, Maggie. You've done it. You've joined. I hope you love it. Uh, yeah. And you guys, join my Patreon. It's super fun. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Okay, let's do some Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Okay, and while I pull up some uh, JMOs, let me say, the guy whose name I was trying to think of before is <laughs> Michael Malice. Do you guys know who that is? Michael nope. Malice? No. Uh, no, but I want to know who that naked man is on Kevin's yeah. background. Who was your naked man? Is that oh, Joe? You know face? him. He's, is that, that This m- Is Us? That is, is, it my, Milo that is the Ver- pilot Mi- episode, This Is Us. Vermiglia? My friend Ventim- Vi- Milo Ventimiglia. Ventimiglia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's attractive. He's a good-looking guy, getting better with age. I enjoyed him on Gilmore Girls. I did, too. Ray Morgan says, Whenever I see the band's name in excess, I pronounce it inks in my head, even though I know that's not right. Yes, I've done that before. Anyone else? Uh, Not with the band, but I always say Wednesday in my head when I spell it. Yes. I often do that, too. And sometimes I say February. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm trying to what think of any bands I've done with that, though. I don't say A-B-B-A. <laughs> no. I say ABBA. But um, Mystery Science Theater 3000, when I see M-S-T-3-K, in my head, 100% of the time, it's, I think, like, Mastercraft or something. And then I have to, like, take, in the same, <laughs> Master, I like, I it's always Master something. It's sort of like, A-R-I-Y-N-B-F, a lot of people say Aryan boyfriend. That's where where their head goes, which is definitely what I'm trying to convey. Okay, a matchmaking game for white supremacists everywhere. Yes. Um, Could be a good pivot. James Leroy Wilson says, I do deep dives into pentatonics on YouTube every Christmas New Year season, even if they're not Christmas songs. Just mirror everyone. I think of them as Christmas songs. I can can relate to this very specifically because I did recently do a deep dive onto pentatonics which intersecting with another interest of mine they are very christian half of the group is actual christian people and the majority of their album output now is just christmas albums which you know no knock if it's work you can get but uh half of those songs are the christian flavor of christmas songs they did a cover of amy grant's song grown up christmas list with kelly clarkson as a little collab in a very baffling music video they put out a couple years ago in Vegas. You know, I'm not sure I know who Pentatonix is. I don't know. But I associate them with Christmas. Are they like acapella? Like, oh, they are the somebody? acapella group. There is okay. no other acapella group in the mainstream. <laughs> Got with it. The audience that they have like them. I think I literally just saw them for the first time mm-hmm. uh, doing something. They're good. They are. Do you enjoy their Christian talented. programming? Hmm. I can't remember what I saw them do, though. It was something at Disneyland. They're all over. You know, moms and dads everywhere love the pentatonics. 
Low key though, I think it's one of those things that might shift the Overton window in terms of like queer affirmation in the country because, uh, you know, a few of the members of the group are gay, but their primary audience is conservative people and like, mm. you know, sub suburban people in red states. So it's one of those things that you kind of write off or think is silly, like, okay, the modern family couple or Will and Grace, but with enough of that over time, and especially as a consumer enjoys that stuff, it just becomes more accepted and normalized. Mm -hmm. I so agree. Even though it's not for me, I guess I'm glad that the pentatonics exists. Wendy W. says, my husband's family heats their dinner plates in the toaster oven or stove before put, putting food on them. I'd never heard of this before them. Is it just them or everyone? It's I think it's everyone. just them. It's rest some restaurants. Why would you do that? Wouldn't that I, I, risk the plate breaking? Yeah. yeah. What's the but point? you know, at a restaurant, when they give you a plate and they're like, it's very hot, very, very hot. How did the plate... Because it's, it's been under a heat lamp. Yes. It's not oh. ideal. It, it actually means that the food has been sitting for a while. Oh, interesting. Just put that together. Jeff, no, you ever you have not waited tables? So, yes. I will Sometimes. occasionally do this. I, if I'm making something in a skillet, I'll take the plate that I'm going to serve it on and I'll put it on top of the skillet for a little bit to warm it up. Whoa! Yep. Wow. So what's the uh, benefit of doing that? Well, you're making this nice warm dish and then you're slapping it onto a cold plate and then it makes it cold and then also the plate is cold. So if the plate is a little, to just a little toasty to the touch, that's nice. And then uh, I can see that. keeps the food a little warm. I can see like, if, it, if the plates are ice cold, you don't yeah. want to put nice hot food on but it. But plates aren't ice cold unless they've been in the damn freezer. Well, it could Maybe. be a chilly day. And yeah, it's a wintry day, Jackie Johnson. You keep your plates outside. <laughs> mine are in the damn cabinet, room temp, hun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I keep mine in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do that when you order salads. Sometimes at fancy restaurants, it's a chilled plate or dessert. That's what I was, it's the same thing. There you yes. go. That's what I was going to say. This is the opposite of uh, the chilled salad plate. Hmm. Which, you know, at many a fine salad bar, and who knows if salad bars will persist. I hope Like they science don't. or love. Do you say you hope they won't? Yeah. Oh, how dare you? The bulk bins are back at Sprouts. R.I.P. Soup Plantation. Mm. Daniel and I went to Soup Plantation early. I've told this story before, but it's been a while. Well, yeah. you're going to Soup Plantation is better than the reality of Soup Plantation. You're going to yes. have to do an apology like Blake and uh, Ryan Reynolds did for... Uh, having their wedding on a plantation <laughs> I, the name has always baffled me Soup yeah plantation. so Bad when name. daniel and i the first Bad time daniel and i met we met at the standard and that was the last time we ever went anywhere cool and then we went to soup plantation like early on this was in the like nesting wearing sweatpants phase of our relationship that i'm still in and i remember daniel saying like i'm so glad that you know you're someone where we can just go to soup plantation which by the way that's not really a compliment but i know what he means but anyway we both <laughs> just got fierce diarrhea after and had to write it off it wasn't great it, no. you know in texas they it's called juicy tomato oh yes i've heard of this it's like a hellman's best food situation yeah. hmm. a red tomato something tomato I think that's it's what they call diarrhea tomato. yeah <laughs> Wait, Jackie, do you remember Super and Salad in Texas? Yes. Oh, What's my dad called? loved it. Well, super we, Salad. Super Salad. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, Super Salad. But Super was spelled the way you think it is. This is yes. great, it's a great joke every time. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's like Still that hits. joke. Yeah. I'm here to bring you Still super hits. sex. I'll take the soup. In case anyone's heard that. It's like an old guy and a woman who's there to brighten his day, but he'd rather have soup. <laughs> Thank you. Thank that was you. the last joke that Bob Saget ever told. The <laughs> he closed okay. with that. <laughs> Eric says, sometimes feel weirdly nostalgic watching network cable television with commercials now that we're in a world of streaming service and on-demand dominance. Weirdly nostalgic. I just feel, um, you know what? Actually, I was going to say I feel impatient, but that's not true because I'm so tethered to my phone and to like taking bathroom breaks and just not committing my attention to anything that I appreciate a commercial break to like get up and do stuff. It takes forever to watch a show for me. I don't like modern. I don't like watching commercials, but uh, I wish that when I went back and watched old episodes of TV shows whether it's on YouTube or wherever. That this is exactly included, what I'm about to say, Dan. Yeah, they included the commercials from the time because I'd love to watch those. Yes. That would be cool. Well, that was like the, yeah. the it, live in front of a studio audience re, that they re, that Jimmy Kimmel's company recently did where they redid a Facts of Life episode. They With had Anne Dowd as Mrs. Garrett. Yes. How did you feel about the whole thing, Kevin? I felt like it was fine. It was good. But it just... You know, I know Facts of Life and that episode so well that I know how the lines were delivered on the original and some of the choices that these newfangled uh, actors were making, okay. I did not think served the uh, the material. I'm with you. I don't know if we've connected on the fact that I was for real Facts of Life stan as a young boy in I middle feel like school. Maybe we have. Yeah, I've never watched it. Yeah. What? Get love, out, love, Jackie. I'm so left out. It was my love favorite Natalie, show. Love Tootie. Love Blair. Love Joe. Here's oh, the thing, Allison. They they yeah. nailed Mrs. Garrett and Dad. Yeah. They nailed mm-hmm. Joe, Catherine G. D. Hahn. And then everyone else they like celebritize or it's like Gabrielle Union is not, not for me. Not for me. Right. The the rest of the casting choices. I felt that Catherine Hahn was so broad. I mean, she was it was like its own a show within a show. She had the she physicality. was very funny. She had the physicality of Joe. But it was so It was so like an exaggerated, cartoonish yes. version of yeah. Joe. If we're going to talk TV for a second, and then we're going to bring it home, guys. Can we talk about... Is anyone... Wa- besides Daniel, is anyone watching Station Eleven? Love it. My favorite show on TV. TV time. 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 All right. Station 11. You're loving it, Kevin. Favorite, best show of 2021. So good. Okay. This is. I am too. First episode. I don't want to know anything. Well, we won't spoil anything. No spoilies. No spoilers. This is a non-spoiling conversation. Uh, We're just going to talk about how we, okay, how we feel. Jackie's taking her headphones off. Uh, Listen. No, I promise it's no spoiler. We won't do it. We promise. No spoiler. Come back, no spoiler. Jackie. Spoiler, it's no. Safe. Come back. It's no a, spoiler. I, I probably could still hear without being, okay. them being on. <laughs> I promise. Th- I promise. It'll be a no spoiler conversation. Everyone <laughs> is saying this is like the best show ever. And I am are finding. They? And I. Yes. Critics are. It's got like 97% on Rotten Tomatoes TV and a uh, 63% audience rating. So, and I've already explained that I have, a, I don't have a great attention span. However, I find myself going, this is the slowest paced motherfucking show. Oh my God, get somewhere interesting. And also, again, not spoiling anything, but it's like, it's going one place 
And then all of a sudden, now we're on a totally different... It's like, it really is mm. expecting the audience to really stick it out, even though it's doing nothing to hold your, my interest. So that was my reaction. So I'm like, I've got to, I've got to see if I'm the only person thinking this. So I went and I read the audience uh, reviews on Rotten Tomatoes TV. Because again, critics, 97, 98, 99, 100, I can't remember, but very way, way up there. And the audience... You know, the people down here with the real people of which I'm one. Like mm-hmm. when Trump said, I love my uneducated fans. You know, that's us. That's you. Okay. Yeah. Um, I love my poor uneducated fans. Or what What did he say? He said something like that. You know, the real people. He said, I'm down poo, here. Poo, pee, pee, dee, dee, doo, doo. And everyone applauded. <laughs> like, yes. Could have said anything. Exactly. Um. Anyway, many people's reviews are like this. And by the way, they like love the book, but they feel that this adaption, adaptation is uh, boring and uh, trash. Whoa. Kevin, so do you think it's boring? Do I think it's boring? Absolutely not. I've been yeah. riveted mm. every single episode. Really? I couldn't disagree more. But I think that Allison, me. I think Allison, the way you like to watch TV, it does not. It's not for you. What does that it's mean? It's not. W- well, well. Here's what I'll say. I enjoy Be- an entertaining show that uh, goes somewhere. So no, she likes a, She likes me. a show where she can watch it while not watching it at all, while while looking at Instagram yeah, or this TikTok. is different. This true. is a different show. This is not that That's kind of show. True. It's a different sort of genre. Well, and and I'll say too, like on a plot mechanic level, because this isn't a spoiler, Jackie. It is about a pandemic. It is about. A, I've a, seen the first episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you've seen it. Yeah. But the questions of the show are never like. How did the pandemic get started? Or who is this mysterious person? All will be revealed in episode nine. Every every single episode is just predicated on whatever like the internal emotional question for each character is. So it's mm-hmm. not plotty. It's there's a story, but it's not like this leads into this, leads into this. And it does, especially by like whatever, episode seven, eight, nine, where we're at now, it coalesces into, oh, this is actually a pretty altogether story and the things that feel disparate are all okay well i'm not we're on episode six so maybe it's about to coalesce or something but yeah it's the kind of show that really doesn't hold your hand and it expects you to keep up and i can't do it i love that about it and i love i love a show that doesn't hold your hand i love non-linear storytelling uh i Uh, like it when a show kind of zigs when you expect it to zag in terms it's of where surprising. it goes. I think it's yeah. really surprising in that I, way. I think it took huge risks with like, it'll, it'll have a with story going on in one episode. It'll have, a, it'll have an episode that ends with a cliffhanger. And you're like, what's going to happen in the next episode? This is what out. pisses people like Allison, real plebes like Allison. It doesn't even uh, end excuse on a cliffhanger. Me, I'm if it ended on a cliffhanger, excuse I'd me. be interested. Excuse it just me. ends on, okay, go ahead. Um, it's my show, but go ahead. And then the next episode will be like something totally different, totally different character. You don't even no, see the character. Who's this person we... Nah. It's like I defy you to become invested. I don't think That's so. It, I think no, that... I- I think it, I think it courts think so. investment from a different angle. Sorry, I, yeah. I cut you off, Dan. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> also, I love that... I've I've been thinking about this. The post-apocalyptic story is now becoming a new genre like there's westerns there's this it's it's not sci-fi right like for the first time in our culture we're telling stories about the future that are not science-based and it reflects 
a kind of like feeling about our society now that it's like, you know, 50 years ago, we were optimistic and everything was, you know, oh, my God, it's going to be in space and we're going to explore new worlds. And now when we fast forward to the future, I think because we realize that our society is completely fucked, um, <laughs> we're just like and that, you know, it's not working. That it the the our projection of the future is this post apocalyptic thing, and you've got all these different kinds of, sh- of versions of that, and I love that. Well, I will say, unlike the morning show, second season, I don't know if anyone watched that, um, but that it took place like during the actual the pandemic that we are in right now, um, and I I was like I I do I there's no part of me that wants to watch a retelling of what's happening now. This because it's a different pandemic. It's not this. It's not COVID. I find it like much easier to watch. Also, um, it it kind of skips past the pandemic of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like right. Suddenly, it's twenty years later or something. Like it's not. Yeah, that's why I think like th- there's there's been this whole question the last two years. With, it's such a powder puff question, but as far as media goes, when people are making movies and TV shows, like. Is this going to incorporate the pandemic? Will Succession season three touch upon the pandemic? And and that's and some shows have like Grey's Anatomy, uh, definitely acknowledged it and made it a part of its stories in, in one of its previous seasons. But I think the initial gut reaction from all of us is like, no, I don't want to see that shit. I want to watch TV shows because and movies to escape. But because we're in the, the middle of it still. But the thing about it is that. We're about to hit year three of being in the middle of it still in a couple of months. And the more time goes on at like for me personally in TV shows and movies that there's no reflection of my emotional state in my world. And that's still even with Queer Eye in the new season, like they're all have masks off and they're just like hopping around and schlepping around. It becomes such a uh, like a funhouse mirror reflection Mm -hmm. that's not accurate of your world or what you're going through. It starts to feel almost like gaslighty or weird of like, yeah, like it everything is, is science fiction. So I appreciate like in its more oblique way in a flu rate in the show, in the fictional story that has a 99.99% fatality rate. That's still like, it's still far away enough that it doesn't feel triggering, mm-hmm. but still close enough that it's hitting upon these like relevant emotions and themes that no one else is really touching because the assumption too, and the gamble everyone made in production is like, well, by the time this comes out, it's over or people will not be interested in it by the time this comes out. So I think, I think for me personally, I'm, I'm getting too into it, but like station 11 is kind of helpful for processing yeah. some of this stuff and loss and grief. And they started it. That, that I see um, just at the, at the risk of coming off extremely pretentious. One of uh, Emily Dickinson's, poems that is my oh, here favorite we go. And I, I forget what it's called but it has the line tell all the truth but tell it slant success in circuit lies but that doesn't even rhyme <laughs> she wasn't good She's there once was a, and death. then it went there once was a girl from nantucket um but anyway the idea of the poem being um you know through distortion through artifice through art that's how you get at the truth and I'm, and so that's my that that one aspect of this show I will acquiesce is good. Like it is good for processing this. The rest of it is hot garbage, but I'll give you that. Listen, you guys, this has been such a fun time. Thank you so much for joining. I love each and every one of you. 
Listen, if you would like, if you like what you're hearing, and even if you don't, please leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts, five stars. We read the reviews on the show sometimes. Also, I just discovered you can um, rate podcasts on Spotify. I didn't even realize that. So if you're on Spotify, leave us a rating there. Wherever you're listening, they probably have some mechanism for rating. So please do, because it helps out the show. Make sure you're subscribed. Listen to my other podcast, Childish and Upworthy Weekly. Upworthy Weekly comes out on Saturdays. Uh, and, um, what am I forgetting? Uh, follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. Send in your just mere everyone's. The just mere everyone's are a little thin right now. Tweet them to at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F and use the hashtag J-M-O-E for just mere everyone. Jackie, where might we find you? What should we keep our ears and eyes open for? I really need to promote my ass oil, my ass <laughs> yes! scrub, Hell and yeah. my kooky southern deodorant line oh yeah your mm. scrub is in our shower right now it smells so good i use it on my lower half mm. like my lower my lower third i'd say but i love mm. it it's in the shower i've used all mine up and i want more but everyone check mm. out the kooky southern ant collection from source vital who sent kevin a bunch of products when he Woo! came on attribute oh baby nice sourcevital.com slash natch to check it out and then obviously we know natch butte and i just want to say that if you happen to be a male listener of allison rosen and you've been avoiding listening to natch butte because you know it's about makeup and beauty i've really turned the wheel towards the comedy there's not a lot of makeup talk these days so i highly recommend everybody come check natch butte out and you know where i'm at on social by now yeah come see those reels come see my edit my videos just check me out I I follow I'm you not on playing Wordle. I'm not playing Wordle. And I'm not gonna. She's taking a stance. Yeah. I like it. A firm stance. Kevin, what about you? You can follow me at Kevin T. Porter on Peloton, Letterboxd, and OnlyFans. <laughs> and you can uh I do have an OnlyFans, OnlyFans.com slash Kevin T. Porter. And uh you can listen to Good Christian Fun wherever you get your podcasts. Wonderful. Do you really have an OnlyFans? Yeah. What is it? Yeah, what do you do? Well, you're going to have to subscribe to find out, hon. Oh, shit. Oh I might have to. <laughs> it's true. Whoa, it's true. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> wow. are, there, are there Kevin T. Porter nudes? Again, I want to respect and honor the community that we've built behind the paywall and wow. not necessarily leak out what goes on back there. Wow. This is what explosive news. Daniel, what about you? Uh, very excited to subscribe to Kevin T. Porter's OnlyFans. He's getting three new subs tonight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you could just follow me, you know, at Daniel Quantz, uh, Twitter and Instagram. I'm also going to be uh, dropping my new, going back to recording my new, my old new podcast, The Watching Hour, uh, wherein I uh, talk about things that Allison hates. That's not true. But I AKA do hate the way you movies. talk about it. AKA good stuff. <laughs> uh, and Jeff, what about you? You can find me at Colonel Jeff Fox on the social medias and also check out the new hilarious hit podcast, The Bad Dates Show with Rob Cohen. It's certified 93% fresh on Kevin Porter's IMDb page. <laughs> right now is our Christmas special in which Rob Cohen, the host, and I discuss his run in in a seedy motel with a sexy elf that Ooh. resulted in him waking up unconscious and covered in pee. 
Oh, wow. What happens in between? What? You can find out at thebaddateshow.com, available wherever finer podcasts are found. Thanks, you guys. Um, This was so much fun. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go.